All right, looks like we're live on various forms of listening devices, softwares, whatever, websites. Uh, I am the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it if you've been supporting me so far. I'm trying to put out as much good content as possible, even when I'm under the weather, hopefully not dealing with COVID, but I honestly have no idea. So with that out of the way, good luck here in this voice for 30 minutes or however long we go through this. I'm going to go through futures for the UEFA Champions League, the UEFA Europa League, and there isn't anything that I can see on Bet Online for the UEFA Europa Conference League. So I'm just going to do uh, single game betting ideas for this first match day in um, the Conference League. Also, we'll go through uh, round one of UEFA Champions League and UEFA, UEFA Europa League. Um, this will be my first time looking at the lines since I'm barely halfway through the five major leagues in European soccer this weekend, um, but going through it as quickly as I can. Uh, so first of all, um, I guess I'll start with Group A in Champions League, uh, which has PSG, Man City, Leipzig, and Bruges. Um, Bruges looks like the punching bag in this one, though Leipzig, I think, have plenty of defensive and really, I think, more so offensive issues now. Um I just don't think that they're uh, – I mean, they. it was an upset last year when they got past Manchester City in the group with PSG, I believe. Um, I just don't see that happening now with probably two of the favorites in the entire competition both lining up the same group, which I know it's random in the way they do the draw, but it seems pretty crazy to me that it's like that. Um, okay, next on the list is um, – and I guess in terms of – Who's going to win that group? It could be PSG. It could be Man City. I think PSG have a much easier league uh, competition because, I don't know, maybe Marseille or Nice are going to be up there trying to, to push them for winning the title, but that probably won't affect lineups yet. PSG's clearly won the transfer window, so I would make them the favorite. They're minus 110 right now on Bet Online. Uh, I'll be quoting everything from there, and hopefully I can make it through this without my nose just dumping on the, on the screen. Um, Man City... Getting some odds to win the group, I think, is is probably some value, but I'm not sure that I want to play it. Um, group B. So we go to uh, Liverpool, Atletico Madrid, AC Milan, and Porto. That's a lot of pretty good teams considering Porto advanced past uh, Juventus, I want to say, in the round of 16 last year. Uh, that was a, probably the furthest they'll go this year. Tough group for sure. But there's a battle here because this is a really, really strong group. Um, currently, Liverpool line is the favorite, um, which surprised me a little bit based on how they kind of haven't really done that much since they won the uh, Premier League a couple seasons ago. Last year was a disappointment, though it was due to a lot of injuries. Atleti uh, got the week off because uh, for some reason Spain didn't have any of their Champions League participants uh, play matches this weekend after the international break. I mean, what a gift. Um, very smart. I, I feel like other leagues will do that going forward. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm, I have some interest in Atleti as the, uh, I guess, the second favorite to get through. Um, AC Milan at, at seven to one, Porto at fourteen to one. Uh, both pretty long shots. AC Milan's offense has been really good to start the year. I'm just not sure I believe in it long term, and their defense I think is is problematic. Atleti, we know we're going to have a good defense from them. Uh, they've got more offensive talent than I think they've had in a long time, which is why they won La Liga last season. Uh, Liverpool haven't really been pressing as much as, as I expected them to uh, with a more healthy lineup. And I guess we'll see what happens with, with how this looks. But I have some interest in Atleti. I'm just not sure I'm going to play it. Uh, and then AC Milan is plus 160 to advance. I'm just not sure if that's 
if they can get through the other two. Uh, group C, we have Borussia Dortmund, Ajax, Sporting, and Besiktas. Uh, Dortmund is a big favorite right now. Ajax second in, in, in line with Sporting and then Besiktas uh, following next. I think Dortmund, they still have really big defensive issues. They had a miracle win this weekend, but they got it. So I guess credit them for that. Uh, giving up three goals, though, in Bundesliga play is pretty disappointing, whether it's on the road or, or on Mars. Uh, Ajax are really strong in this competition. I think showed well for themselves last season, uh, but we're in a really tough group. And Sporting, I think the Portuguese Soccer League has, has I think, shown pretty well in these type of events. Um, and then Besiktas, uh, I think they're they're probably the favorites to win uh, the Turkish league again this season, but I'm not sure that they have a realistic chance here uh, based on the, the differences in the budgets from all these. So Dortmund looks like the the one to win the group. I don't even know that Ajax at uh, two and a half to one, two, 260 plus 260 is even worth uh, jumping in. And I'm trying to do these a lot quicker. Um, so if anybody wants me to go further, feel free to hit me up, the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. Uh, group D, we have Real Madrid, Inter Milan, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Sheriff. Um, currently, Real Madrid, pretty big favorites at minus 225, which is a bit surprising to me because Inter Milan has been on fire to start Serie A. Uh, lost Conte, and I thought that would be a big problem for them. Simone Exaghi has come in and maybe played a very easy schedule, slash definitely has played an easy schedule. Uh, but Inter's offense has been flying. Latoro Martinez uh, is looking like the guy that 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 really was more than just Robin to uh, Lukaku's Batman last season. Uh, and Real Madrid, they did buy Kamavinga. They've done a little bit of, of work, but they ultimately are not the same team that we're used to them being, essentially. Their defense is a real problem. And Inter at 2-1 to one with the group is very interesting to me. Because Shakhtar Donetsk, I don't see them as being... Uh, as competitive this season as they were last year, and they actually knocked Inter into last place as they moved on to the Europa League. Inter, I also think, have a ton of a chip on, big chip on their shoulder after that. Uh, I do have some questions about Nzagi and his defense, but I think Inter looks very strong. They look like they kind of, they certainly lost a lot, and Lukaku's sale ended up allowing them to bring in awesome players like Correa from Lazio and amongst others. And they just were a really deep squad last season. And I guess basically moving Lukaku for the money they got and getting his wages off the books allowed them to put together a team that was a lot better than I think a lot of people expected when Conte left. And like, we figured they're all going to just slash salary and go back to, uh, to, to rebuild. Uh, Sheriff looks like the biggest long shot in the history of the Champions League. I'm going to be rooting for them like heck, but I don't know if any team from Moldova can really hang with either any of these. And I, I got to say, even Shakhtar Donetsk from Ukraine are really, really good. So I, I just, I don't think Sheriff have much of a chance. But with all that said, Inter 2-1 to one looks very interesting to me to win the group. Um, big favorite to advance, but I think, I think they could give Real Madrid some big problems. And I don't think Real Madrid is really even a guarantee to qualify. Uh, I got to say, but that's probably going too far. And I'll reel that back in as I go to group E, uh, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Benfica, and Dinamo Kiev. Um, Bayern with a pretty substantial favorite here. Barcelona at two to one, uh, Bayern's minus two twenty five. Barcelona two to one, Benfica 14 to one and, and Dinamo Kiev 66 to one. I think in most of these groups, there's usually a bottom feeder. Uh, Kiev, I think, are going to be that. Benfica, I think, are going to give some trouble to Barcelona and potentially Bayern Munich as well. I'm not really in love with Bayern and what they've done. I don't really like Nagelsmann. I think he got the job because he's a young guy. I can't believe how much money they paid to sign him, but I think that's because they really had no one else to go to. Um, I think from where I sit, Barcelona at 2-1 to one also looks interesting to me. I basically am like in the second 
second favorites in all these groups because of the plus sign. But Bartha, they, they ultimately have um, Memphis Depay is on fire, is playing better than he was at Lyon when he was really good. And Bayern has a pretty – their defense is really weak, I got to say. Uh, Lewandowski and Muller are incredible and, and basically – uh, anytime they're on the pitch, they're at least getting one goal, uh, probably at least getting two. And that does ask a lot of questions from their opponents. Barcelona with an A2 loss, it's hard to get out of your mind, especially when you think about them potentially winning the group over them. But ultimately, they're going to play them twice, uh, two draws, and then leave it wide open to see who stumbles against Benfica or Dinamo Kiev home and away. So at 2-1, Barcelona is interesting to me. I'm not sure that, that it'll make my card because they've got plenty of issues defensively as well. Uh, PK, like who knows when he's going to be back and his age, like how effective he'll be anyway. Uh, same with a bunch of other injuries like Mingueza and others as well. Um, but I'm interested in kind of going against Bayern, though I've kind of learned the hard way. That's not worth betting against them. Group F, Manchester United, Atalanta, Villarreal, and Young Boys. Manchester United is a two is a minus 200 favorite. Atalanta at 260. So pretty much the same lines for second favorites in all these groups. Villarreal at 5-1 to one, and Young Boys at 33-1. to one. So Young Boys from uh, Austria, Switzerland, whatever. Um, they are a decent club, I got to say. Uh, had a little bit more trouble with Ferenc Faros from Hungary in the playoff, but got through. Uh, they got a long way to go. Manchester United adding Ronaldo is way overhyped, way overpriced. But Atalanta... I got to say, they, they don't look like the same team right now. They had an awful start to the, the Serie A campaign. Really are on four points through three matches, but really uh, should be probably one or, or two points if, if you're being fair. Um, I like them uh, and their style and that they can win matches five to one, but ultimately they're going to give Manchester United a ton of open space, and that's where Manchester United kills you. I think Man United are, are built for speed and built for – uh, for counterattacks, and if you give them an opportunity, which Atalanta will, that's a big problem. Villarreal, on the other hand, I think are going to be a great dog when they play Manchester United because, as they showed in the Europa League final last year, uh, they can shut down a Manchester United. Unai Emery is a great manager in a lot of different type of formats, but um, he certainly showed that he can play in a, in a low block, a deep deep type of a sitting defense and really frustrate Manchester United. And so that might be something I'm interested in when they play each other individually. I just, I, I don't think Villarreal's offense is good enough to really compete with either of these two clubs, unless Atalanta are in really big trouble. Uh, Atalanta lost Muriel to an injury. Zapata just returned for the first time, missed all of the uh, South America Cornwall qualifiers. And, and those are coming up as well. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but ultimately, I just I don't know that Villarreal is someone I can back at five to one when they need to win matches all the time, and I feel like they could slip up to Young Boys or something like that and really, really crush that. Um, still a favorite to qualify, which seems like a ridiculous that there's three favor three minus three three teams giving odds uh, to advance. That's ridiculous. So no thanks. Um, and then to qualify in Group G, I guess we'll move on. Sevilla, Wolfsburg, Lille, and Salzburg. It's a pretty wide open group. Uh, Sevilla currently the favorite, though the only one so far that have been plus money. So they're plus 140. Wolfsburg at 265 are off to a great start in Bundesliga. Made some great acquisitions recently, and I think also getting Luca Bacchio and Luca Waldschmidt uh, from Benfica. Uh, I was really worried about them coming into the season, had big doubts about their manager, but their new manager, Mark von Bommel. But ultimately, they're, they're pretty strong, um, and I kind of like them 
to really give a challenge here because we know they're going to play defense. And that's something that I think we can question about a lot of teams in, in soccer these days. The next is Lille at 285 and then Salzburg at 550 to, to win the group. So Sevilla 140, Wolfsburg 265, Lille 285, Salzburg 550. Salzburg defense has never been uh, good enough, at least from what I've watched in the last couple of seasons. Um, so I don't know that they can really compete here. Uh, but I do know the market loved them last year and somehow we're making them huge favorites against teams there. I thought worse than um, Lille looks like they've fallen off the pack, um, lost their manager, who is, I guess, the the truth and really brought them to the league on title last season. Um, and so I'm, I'm interested in, in Wolfsburg, though. I got to say, Sevilla, they're so good with possession and scoring goals, and winning one nil. Uh, I think that they use possession to play defense. Wolfsburg just defend very well and have a ton of giants to head the ball away. Uh, Lille, I don't really see moving forward. I think they're going to have a really tough year um, scoring goals. And I think their defense is a lot weaker now without their manager. And then Salzburg aren't going to defend well enough. And last but not least, Group H, uh, we have Chelsea, Juve, uh, Zenit St. Petersburg, and Malmo from Sweden. Uh, Chelsea are, are, I think, worthy favorites right now, minus 175. Juve at 150 is based on the name alone because they've been playing like uh, feces, I'll put it that way, it's a family show. Um, and at one and a half to one, that's such a low number compared to what Chelsea is is putting out there in their lineups, in their uh, the depth that they have, all that sort of stuff. I think this is the easiest group, though, so Juve are probably going to be able to lick their wounds from an awful, terrible uh, Serie A start. But Zenit and Malmo are going to be fighting for Europa League, which would be big for those clubs. I think Zenit out of Russia are much more likely. But Malmo, I thought, were pretty good in the qualification to get to this point. I mean, they had to be to qualify for Champions League after going through so many playoff rounds. But I wouldn't be surprised if they could nip a team like Juve, who are really, really struggling right now, or another team like Zenit, who probably sees them as as the team they need to beat, and then seeing that kind of flip the other way. In terms of overall futures to win a Champions League, PSG is his favorite, Man City's next. Bayern, then Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United, Real Madrid. I think you want to find teams that aren't going to fight a lot in their uh, domestic league. PSG is certainly that. I do think Chelsea and Man City are, are, are going to fight for the title uh, going to the, down to the end of the Premier League. And Man City is not off to a good start. Bayern are probably going to expand past everybody um, just based on how much they spend on their, their side versus the others. So uh, there's all that to go through uh, in terms of like potential long shots. I need to look even deeper, but I think inter 50 to one looks like a decent number to me. Um, Cause I think they might win their group and that would put them facing a second place side that advances and et cetera, et cetera, as we move forward. But I'll look a little bit deeper into that um, in terms of uh, round one line. So we have young boys getting one and a quarter at home for Manchester United. I don't think the young boys' defense is good enough, and I'm going to go very quickly through this, uh, unless there's something that I think is really worth pointing out. Um, Sevilla then are giving three-quarters of a goal to Salzburg. Uh, Don't think the Salzburg defense is good enough, and Sevilla, I think, probably should be above a goal. Uh, And then we'll go to Barcelona-Bayern, which is a great – wow, that's going to be awesome. Um, That one looks like – okay, we got a million lines up. I'm trying to figure this all out. Uh, Barcelona are currently getting half of a goal from Bayern, and that seems like a big number. Um, as I've been talking a lot about Bayern and, and kind of their inefficiencies or their struggles, I think Barcelona could, could I mean, that's not even a shocking upset to me. To get a draw here and win a full bet seems like a kind of a silly number to me. Um, so that interests me quite a bit, i got to say. I like Barcelona getting a half. Uh, we'll see if that ends up being the, the number that closes. But juice is pretty even right now, and I think Bayern are uh, – 
I don't know if I want to say ripe for the picking, but I think Barcelona is like an ultimate value play here, which is hard to say considering I've wanted to bet against them every match for like the last two years. Uh, the other is Dinamo Kiev hosting Benfica. Benfica giving a core on the road. I think that makes sense. Uh, Benfica are good. They're going to defend really well. I don't know if that really helps them a ton here. I don't think Kiev are going to really do too much, even at home. If they push forward, I think that only opens them up for Benfica to, to rip them apart. Uh, I just don't think Kiev are, are strong enough to compete here. And if pretty much if they can't win this match, they're pretty much done. Um, Chelsea and Zenit currently Chelsea giving a goal in three quarters. I think that's going to be a blowout. So I'm not even worth going into Zenit stuff. Uh, Leo and Wolfsburg pick up with more juice on, on Wolfsburg right now. I think I agree with, I'm really been riding against Leo. The fade train of, of Leo has been working really well. I'm looking forward to that continuing their goals seem to all be really lucky or at the end of matches. So, um, very interested in the Wolfsburg defense, which I think has surpassed what it was a really great defensive side from Leo last season. Um, Malmo and Juve, uh, Malmo at home, home dog, getting a full goal with all the juice in the Juve side. So it's likely climbing a one and a quarter. That's what I'm going to be looking at because Juve have been off to a bad start. They, uh, had to play a rotated lineup this weekend for sure with all of their South American players coming back like last minute and all that sort of stuff. So that lineup should be stronger, but Malmo are no joke. I think they can really be the pesky home team that have a great crowd support. I'm not sure what covid restrictions are like in sweden about attending matches but they've been pretty open for the entire thing um so that's interesting to me especially as it keeps climbing as i'm sure no one's betting mama until the kickoff uh virial pick with atalanta um currently all the juice in the virial side even more than crossing zero so atalanta looking like they're going to close a quarter goal underdog that's interesting to me just based on virial being required to win this match and their offense not being great but atalanta with their lineup issues and injuries and all those sort of things they had to really fight fiorentina this weekend while this virial had to time off and got to sit at home while they're atalanta have to travel in i mean that all matters uh, so we'll see what that line ends up going but based on kind of the setup beyond the actual match x's and o's i think they are on a pretty great great spot uh, moving to wednesday we have sheriff and shakhtar um looks like shakhtar a half a goal favorite on the road probably makes sense uh and this is probably the, the one that sheriff sees as their chance to win so i wonder how that affects their game plan but I'm not sure i want to mess with that one even though they uh, I don't know. Never mind. Moving on. Uh, Besiktas then getting a full goal from Dortmund. Um, the problem with sorry about that. The problem with w- one goal from Dortmund is is they're going to score a goal in stoppage time if they're ahead because um, they are great at leaving Holland right at the top of the pitch, sinking everyone back, sucking you in, and then so basically you gotta you gotta hope that Besiktas are staying uh, either have a lead or are drawing until like stoppage time to, to feel good about that maybe you would the Dortmund defense is very weak and very uh leaky but i'm not sure the besiktas offense is enough um plus one's interesting at home though i gotta say uh, atleti then hosting porto currently giving three quarters of a goal looks like that's going to climb to one based on the juice uh, i think porto are going to be competitive atleti are built to win one nil so if you can get plus one that's a much that's like a key number obviously in this sport but especially uh against atleti that you got to worry about that late goal um, Inter then hosting Real Madrid pick them right now with all the juice on the Inter side. Wouldn't be surprised if this closes uh, Inter minus a quarter. But based on that futures that we saw with uh, Real Madrid, the favorite to win the group, it's kind of surprising to me that they are uh, pick them 
and look like they'll be a quarter goal underdog uh, on the road. Got says they're pretty close, so I think Inter might be worth a stab. Uh, Bruges then hosts PSG, getting a goal and three quarters uh, from the Parisians, who probably can name their score. Bruges are probably going to try their best, but I don't know that I want to get in the way of the PSG steamroller. Uh, Man City then hosts Leipzig, currently giving a goal and a half. Uh, the Man City offense, I think, is problematic. It hasn't been great uh, for years. Their defense is great, and the Leipzig defense has been questionable even with better players that have moved on. So I got some big questions at the Leipzig defense. That's probably enough for me to keep off a really big number, considering Leipzig uh, have gotten a lot from Schoberschlei, and I think Jesse Marsh has brought an offense that they didn't have uh, while they're just better than most of the teams in the Bundesliga. Uh, I got two left in the Champions League before we move on to a quick version of the others. Uh, Sporting are hosting Ajax. Ajax a quarter goal road favorite right now, though it looks like that's trending down towards Pickham. Um, it should be a, a competitive match. I think Ajax are better, but uh, I'm not sure how much better uh, the Dutch champions are than the Portuguese runner-up or something. Um, I think probably champions, actually. I don't know if I really believe in Ajax to that level, um, but that's an interesting number, and certainly home dogs are, are something I think I want to back with crowds finally playing a role this season. And last but not least, Liverpool giving a full goal right now to AC Milan at home. It's a big number. Um, Liverpool certainly can win this match by a lot. The AC Milan defense is a question. But I got to say, the same manager has Pioli's suck around after, I think, a good season last year for AC Milan. Getting the Champions League was, was huge for them. Totally unexpected. Uh, I think Milan showed really well when they played Mitch United last season. Uh, deserved more than what they got. Uh, Kessier, we'll see what happens if he's sticking around or if he's moving on to another place. But uh, getting a full goal on a big-name club from the Liverpool side that are better, but it seem like they still haven't been that same team from a couple of years ago. Um, I'm interested in Milan getting a full goal, but I'm interested in good cl- good teams, big clubs getting a full goal all the time. So we're like 20 minutes in through uh, Champions League, so I'm going to go a little bit faster with Europa League, um, which I do feel like I have a decent handle on. Um, but we'll ultimately see, and, and certainly you guys can grade me on that later. Um, but Lyon in Group A with Rangers, Sparta Prague, and Brondby. Currently, uh, Lyon is, is favored to win the group. I think that makes sense. Their offense is awesome. Um, Rangers are a decent, I guess, second favorite at 2-1, to one, but I'm just not sure um, they're in the same type of caliber. And seeing them get knocked out by Malmo and like lose both their matches. If I remember correctly, that was pretty bad. Uh, Group B, Sociedad, Monaco, PSV, and Sturm Graz. Uh, Sociedad is the favorite. Is I think makes sense right around even money, plus 110. Uh, Monaco have been an awful to start the year, spent a ton of money on their club, and they have really underachieved. I don't know how much they are going to take this one seriously because they were really trying to fight hard to qualify for Champions League. Uh, but they didn't sell their players towards the end after bringing them in at the end of the window like teams like Barcelona did. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm not sure that they're a team I really believe in. PSV's offense isn't good enough. And Sociedad, we know they're going to score goals. Their defense is, I think, the biggest problem. But I'm interested in Monica, back in Monaco against Sociedad if we have that opportunity. Uh, Napoli in Group C with Leicester, Spartak Moscow, and Lejio Warsaw. I don't know. Hopefully I did that right. Uh, Napoli is a favorite, but pretty close with Leicester right now. Um, I think those teams are similar. Leicester had a ton of injury issues. Napoli have gotten off to a great start in Syria. Ah, Leicester, I think they're – Vardy's getting old. And uh, how are they going to score goals? That's a big question. So that might be why Napoli is a favorite. Um, Eintracht Frankfurt, Fenerbahce, Olympiacos, and Antwerp in Group D. Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt as the odds-on favorite, minus 125, is – 
weird to me because they are not great. I don't think lost their manager, lost a lot of their good players. Doesn't really seem like a team that I really want to support or would want to back in the situation. I just don't know. Like Olympiacos, I would probably have expected to be second favorite, uh, not Fenerbahce, but I guess they're the same at three and a half to one. Uh, I like Olympiacos. They've seemed to buy some players that uh, were decent and just didn't, I guess, have enough room for them at the clubs they're at. Um, but is that enough for me to jump in? I think Antwerp are the worst, but they also, I think, beat uh, Tottenham last year. So um, they've, they've the Europa League is not is filled with decent teams. I got to say. Uh, Group E, Lazio, Marseille, Galatasaray, and Lokomotiv Moscow. Um, Lazio is an odds-on favorite, minus 135. It's a big number. Uh, Marseille have been awesome to start the year. Their defense definitely got some problems. Lazio, though, I think you could say the same thing. Mauricio Sarri hasn't really changed that too much so far. And Marseille, I got to say, they're playing great. They brought in a lot of great players. Um, and even with kind of a rotated side, just demolished Monaco last weekend on the road. So... That's interesting to me at 275. Um, I don't really see Galatasaray or Lokomotiv Moscow really factoring in too much to that. Lazio, uh, and I guess Lazio is, is probably focused more on the league. Marseille, I think it probably is also, though, to be fair. But uh, those are interesting spots, and I think a lot of depth uh, is going to be the deciding factor in that one. Marseille's 275 seems like a, a decent value. Uh, group F, we have Red Star, Belgrade, Braga, Michelin, and Ludogorets. Uh, Red Star, Belgrade is the favorite, but they're two to one odds. Braga, 220. Michelin, 250. Ludogorets, 450. I mean, so that's a pretty wide open group. Um, Michelin, small club from Denmark, probably isn't the one to pick. Braga, I mean, is interesting, but uh, only 20 cents on the dollar different than Red Star. I just don't really see how a uh, Serbian team could be a favorite to win a group. Uh, when there's a Portuguese club in there. So that's one I'll probably look at as well. Uh, Group G, Leverkusen, Betis, Celtic, and Ferenfaros. Um, Leverkusen, the favorite right now, uh, 135, or Betis is 150. Uh, Differences, Bayern Leverkusen can score goals. Betis are not scoring goals at all, and that's a big problem when trying to win the group. Um, I think those are pretty two, or two very safe to advance type of clubs here. Celtic maybe mess up with mess with that but i'm not sure that something is really going to be that competitive um but betis have, have had real trouble scoring goals so their defense has been better and it probably is better than leverkusen's but i'm not sure that's enough to win a group's group in in the europa league uh group h west ham dinamo zagreb rapid vienna and gink uh west ham minus 110 uh odds on favorite dinamo zagreb eliminated by sheriff from champions league where they probably thought for sure they were in um, that says almost enough for me. West Ham are going to defend really well. Probably Antonio is going to crush people. So minus 110. I guess odds on makes sense, but I'm not sure that I want to mess with that. Now, in terms of winning the Europa League, you have the third place Champions League teams come in to mess with it all. Um, so it's really hard to want to even go through these uh, outrights. So I'm going to skip through and go to the, uh, I guess, round one Europa League matches and goal spreads to see what we got. So... Spartak Moscow, minus one half to Lechia Warsaw. I'm just going to stop on things that I think are worth talking about. Uh, Rapid Vienna Gink, Leverkusen, the big favorite. Braga, here we go. Quarter goal underdog at uh, in Serbia at Kravena Vesta or Red Star. Um, I'm interested in, in Braga there getting a quarter, uh, but need to dig a lot more into the Portuguese leagues. I don't really watch it. Uh, Galatasaray and Lazio. Yeah, Lazio, the road favorite. Marseille, road favorite to Lokomotiv. Uh, Michelin, the favorite to Ludogorets, but 
that they need to get off to a good start. Um, Dino Zagreb, a quarter goal underdog to West Ham. That seems like a lot of respect for Zagreb, but I guess a draw. And this is a match they need to win if they're going to win the group. Uh, Betis giving three quarters to Celtic. It's been a pretty big number for a team that struggles to score, but I'm just not sure about the Celtic defense. Uh, Frankfurt, three quarters to Fenerbahce. Monaco, one and a quarter to Stuten Graz. Uh, Monaco hasn't been scoring, but I'm just not sure that Stuten Graz is in, in the same ballpark. Uh, and if they lose one nil, here one and a half. So that seems like be such quite a risk, especially with Stuten Graz. Uh, all the juice on that side. Uh, Bronby, Sparta Prague, pick up. Leicester giving a quarter to Napoli. Now that's a pretty big match, and I got to say, Napoli are interesting to me. Leicester still haven't looked like they can score goals and must win to. Uh, to, I guess, make your bet a loser if you take Napoli here. So that's interesting to me. Uh, Olympiacos, three quarters to Antwerp. Uh, Eindhoven, a quarter to Sociedad. Now that's a surprise. Uh, I don't think Eindhoven's offense is anything. Real Sociedad has big defensive problems, but I don't know that Eindhoven can really uh, do much to that. They've sold their best players. I think Daniel Mullen left um, in the offseason to go to Dortmund. So Sociedad is an underdog. Makes a lot of sense to me is to make that card but all the juice on their side is this one might likely falls to pick them uh and i'm not probably not playing anything until i see the lineup and then last but not least rangers hosting leon pick them right now um most of the juice on the ranger side i gotta say if leon moved to a dog uh an underdog with an offense is going to score is something that i think you need or you want in these type of situations uh leon got plenty of defensive issues but i'm not sure that rangers can take advantage of those and it looks like last but not least we'll go through the conference league to see if anything that's worth it as we're about to hit the 30 minute mark um got Feyenoord half a goal on the road favorite um these are on tuesday i don't know this schedule is all over the place um and then makabi tel aviv and alashkert i don't know tel aviv a big favorite but i guess okay uh oh Wow, it looks like we only have one more match on this list, so we might have some time to go through the uh, Europa League futures. Uh, Slovan Bratislava and Copenhagen. Copenhagen given a half of a goal on the road. Um, wow, okay, so I guess we're waiting until the last minute to get those lines up. Uh, in terms of Europa League futures, outrights, sorry to double back, but whatever. Um, Napoli 14 to 1, Leicester 14 to 1, West Ham 16, Lazio 18. I mean, there's. I was looking for to potentially see some tears, but I don't think there are. Marseille at forty to one um, is interesting, but the problem is when these Champions League third place finishers come down. That I feel like that's everyone who goes to the, the championship or semifinal or whatever, because you basically um, are one of the best, but you can't make it through. So I think that might be it for me. Uh, I'll go drink some tea or something like that. Thanks for coming. I am the real underscore G Warner. Please hit me up on Twitter. Hope you like my new purple blanket. Um, hit me up on Twitter at the real underscore G Warner or comment on Podbean, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever the heck I'm, go- I'm going on. And if you like one better than the other, let me know because I really don't want to record on all these different streaming devices if I don't have to. I bid you adieu. Thanks.